LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is a shout out to one of our Reach Australia conference sponsors, Virtual Church Assist. Virtual Church Assist exists because they want to help support pastors, churches, and ministries to be healthy and to grow. Specialising in supporting churches and ministry organisations across Australia with their administration, design, communications and even support needs. They can help relieve the burden and regain control. Go to virtualchurchassist.com. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for Gospel Centre Ministry every week. Now, I'm here today uh, by myself. I've got a great guest, Carl Faze. I'm feeling a little bit nervous. He's just posted on Facebook that, you know, we as leaders have been talking to ourselves and I'm feeling like that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Uh, so as always, our hope is from this podcast that you'll have one gospel-centered ministry tip that you may actually be able to take out and use in your ministry practice to see people change and transformed with the life-giving message of the gospel. Now, the one thing is brought to you with thanks to the Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. And over the past 10 years, we've helped support over 100 church plants. We want to see a further 200 over the next 10 years. And so we'd love you to be praying for that. But for now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, The State of Australian Christianity. And with me today, I've got Carl Fars from Olive Tree Media. He's the director of Olive Tree Media. Carl has over uh, 20 years experience leading a church, Gaimea Baptist Church in Sydney's uh, south. Uh, he's a grandfather. He's been married uh, for a long time with three kids. Welcome, Carl. Scott, it's great to be with you. And uh, don't feel bad about uh, <laughs> my Facebook post, which got a lot of interest, but it uh, is a challenge to myself as much as anybody else. It, it's a good discussion. I, I think we've got a number of leaders who have been in ministry for uh, a lot of time and they're reflecting and they're thinking, what's my legacy? What's my impact? Or what's going to be my next 10 years or 15 years? What's the income impact going to be? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that um, it's almost like the, the default position and the easy way to go, Scott, is just to keep talking to other leaders because, A, they're interested in what we're saying. It, it helps build your profile. And, and then you go, well, what difference is that really making? Now, that's not to say that your podcast or what Geneva Push is doing is in any way uh, to be downgraded or dismissed because it's brilliant work and, and Geneva Push is one of the, the, the uh, outstanding ministry outcomes that this country has seen. But it's just a reminder and a challenge for myself as much as anybody else to make sure that what we're doing is actually making a, di making a difference rather than just talking to ourselves. Now, over the last five years, you've been really pressing into that sort of understanding of Australian culture and particularly as it, you know, as it uh, intersects with Christianity and faith uh, and belief. Uh, you did a study in 2016. You know, can you give us a picture of the state of Australian Christianity? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that shouldn't take too long, Scott. We could do that in the next three minutes. Well, interesting, I should go back to 2011 because... We, we, when I was still working at Guy, working at Guy Mir, Olive Tree Media had actually started and we were looking to do a, a series called Towards Belief, which was to diffuse the belief blockers of our time. And it was a, a kind of making apologetics accessible to the average person. And in the, I had a, a think tank meeting. In the middle of the think tank meeting, somebody said, you know, Carl, there's a lot of commentary about what Australians think of, the, of Christianity. There's not actually a lot of data. Maybe we should go and find some data. 
So that's where we did the Australian community Australian Communities Report in 2011. Now, the interesting thing, Scott, that was only done to inform the series um, towards belief. It wasn't actually there for any other reason, but so many people started to use it that five years later, people came back to us and said, hey, we should do that again because we're all using that material. So we, we repeated it, and it's called Faith and Belief. And for all the kind of... Um, people who love this sort of data, and if you've never heard of faith and belief, you can actually go to a website, faithandandbelief.org.au, and the whole report, 60 pages I think there is, is all available for free. So, And there's a PowerPoint there, again, for free. Just go to it for free and download it. And that, and that was kind of looking at what do Australians think of the church. So I guess the question is we're now in 2021, uh, is there another study? Where's faith and belief at in 2021? Yeah, we, we are, it's a good leading question because we're about we're going to release in the next three months a new study because because of the, the, a new series that we're doing. I know we're going to chat about that, but it's it's again it's down that same track. And the interesting thing, so we've now got 2011, 2016, 2021, and we've also it sort of intersects with the NCLS, which happens on a, a regular basis, you know, numbers of years apart. And my view, my takeaway, my overall view of that research and the NCLS research is it's not as bad as everybody says. Mm -hmm. that's, that's one of the key takeaways. You've got, you've got a whole sector of, um, if I can be so bold, the leftist part of the commentariat within Australia and a whole sector of the church who are trying to re deconstruct to reconstruct the church. And fair enough, you know, that's, that's their motivation and what they're trying to do. And so what they are trying to do is make it look as bad as they possibly can because that, that gives a reason to, to shift the future. And it's not great. Certainly, you know, things have changed uh, over the last uh, 20, well, probably since the late 1960s and 70s is when it changed radically, Scott. But but it's, it's not awful. You know, 52% of Australians still tick a book, box that says Christian. Uh, in our research, when we were asked directly, 38% of Australians said, yes, they see themselves as a Christian. Now, Scott, <laughs> that is not a theological test. <laughs> you and I would both go, we're not sure that you're actually all Christians. And that's fair enough. But this is a, a self-selecting test. When they see a box that says Christians, they believe they're a Christian. Then of the, of the other 62%, McCrindle asked seven questions that put them on a grid between very close to Christianity. I mean, minus one was, I believe everything that Christians believe and their values, but I don't call myself a Christian. That's pretty close. Mm. And all the way out to, you know, a, an angry Richard Dawkins atheist type. Of that minus one to minus seven, it, it, they kind of call minus one to minus three warm. 24% of people just sat in the warm basket. Now, you've been, you've been quite positive about where Australian Christianity is at. What, what areas do you think we're going to struggle with? Uh, where, where can you see decline happening as well in the Australian church? Well, your... I mean, yeah, the, the Australian church, as you know, Scott, is, is patchy, you know, and that's, that's part of our problem. Where you've got some denominations, you know, you, you, you said in your introduction that you, Geneva Push has planted 100 churches and are aiming for 200 more. There are numbers of denominations that have closed as many churches in that period of time. And that's that's just a de depressing thought. Um, and so it, it it's a it's a really kind of patchy area. The, I think the other thing 
that we need to keep in mind is that in some of the ethnic churches, there's explosive growth in, ex in ethnic churches across this country, yeah. Chinese, Korean, and uh, certainly other areas. An interview I did last week uh, was with a church that works in with Vietnamese and other other um, immigrant groups in Cabramatta, and they're seeing fabulous growth. The hardest person to reach is your sort of average white middle-class Australian. That's the hardest place. But there's, so there's plenty of growth. I, I think we, it's the ability of the church not to be overwhelmed by the cultural narrative that tells them that nobody is interested and that nobody cares and nobody wants to come. Um, if we can overcome that cultural narrative and be on the front foot, that doesn't mean revival is going to break out, but it does mean that we can be positively moving forward. The other thing I'd say, Scott, is that your average church leader is drowning in trivia. And, and that's that's a word from a mate of mine from years ago. And and I think that's absolutely true that, you know, just getting through week to week, you know, you got a sermon every Sunday, somebody dies, you've got pastoral issues, you've got leadership issues, and you're just your average guy or woman in a leadership role in an average church is just trying to keep the doors open. And then somebody says, you should be doing mission. And they're like, oh, just feels overwhelming so, no, so I, is that a is that a lack of i mean is that a lack of focus in in the leader is that a is that just a, there's, it, there's just a lot of a lot of extra stuff that keeps getting you know put on the pastor externally yeah, yeah i think there's a few things there scott one is just gift and skill you know like it, it, you know if you're a really pastoral person and you care for people and and these people are all hurting you just end up you know, in that it's also the, the 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 squeaky wheel. Who gets the squeaky wheel? Who gets all the oil? The squeaky wheels. And so the people who are complaining that kids' programs not the scratch and the the children's programs not the scratch, and only that the church roof is leaking. It's going to cost hundred thousand dollars to fix it. Like all of that stuff. You know, that's yep. my thing on that is that it needs to be as easy as possible. In other words, that's why when we produce our series and there are other groups that do the same thing. You don't need to do a 10-week course. You, you don't need to spend $5,000. You don't need to have 25 volunteers ready to go. All you need to do is, here it is, plug and play. Um, and I think anything that helps us down that track is a, is a really good outcome. Um, so, And that's where I think also some, some bigger events where churches work together is actually really helpful as well. Even if you don't agree with everything the person's going to do, that notion of we're doing something past getting through week to week in church yeah no, that, that that's helpful one of one of the things we talk about at, at reach australia uh is the mission funnel so just the the concept it's a church planning concept where you know when you when you launch you want to reach out uh to as many people as possible so that so that you're the church that people know they don't go to you're going to do that through connection or contact events where people find out about you uh and through you know online activities and just through potentially just your location uh or your denomination then you want to want to move into connection events and you want to move people from connecting with, you know, Christianity and Christians into actually uh, investigating Jesus, you know, so using, using some sort of course, or it might be a one-on-one -on -one, uh, relationship and then integrating into the life of the church. You've just talked yep. about sort of the, the big, you know, wider events, you know, I think mm -hmm. in, in, in my church family, you know, Jesus is all about life. We've had Billy Graham crusades, you know, in regional centers and in a, in a large space. Uh, there's been, you know, campaigns in Sydney by KCC as well yep. uh, with the big sort of evangelistic speaker. We've had Oxygen, you know, Oxygen's done that over the, mm. over the years as well. Uh, why, why do you advocate for the, the big? Yeah, one of the things that I want to suggest is that the, 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 the big thing is just something we can all kind of 
gather around and it's not too difficult it's not too complicated it's not too expensive and it just it just reminds us that there's more going on and there are other people doing it I, I think the other thing I'd say in that whole area is in your funnel that connecting those connecting events are incredibly important that's really that's really helpful Carl we talk about building mission heat uh, mm-hmm. and and a key part of that is is preaching to two audiences you yeah. know so preaching to the Absolutely. Christian and and they're not yet Christian, but also regularly encouraging churches regularly sort of once, a, you know, once or twice a month that have that sort of, if you're, you know, not a Christian today and you want to make a decision or, you know, you, then I don't think you need to go through the prayer, but at least giving people an opportunity yeah. to, to do something, jump into a course or talk to the friend who brought them. But, but, you know, you create the audience, you know, a preacher creates the audience just through their speaking. Now, now, Carl, I want to, I want to push into a new resource that you've been working on because um, it, it kind of presents a bit of a shift, although not a shift because, a lot of your resources are sort of apologetics um, and, and helping, you know, the Christian uh, have, have an answer to, uh, to some of the objections. But you've got a new series called Faith Run Deeps. And it, look, it looks like a lot of fun jumping in a ute, going around Australia, talking with, uh, with people yeah. about uh, the faith and, and really unpacking the history of faith in Australia. What, what's caused the shift or is this just the natural growth of, of, uh, of Jesus the Game Changer? Well, two things, of course, the shift. One, uh, one at a very basic level is that we realised in the middle of last year we're not going to go anywhere this year, so if we're going to film something, it better be in Australia. <laughs> so, so that was, you know, a kind of bottom level. We'd always been interested in doing something in Australia, but it was, you know, we were busy kind of filming stuff that was used internationally. And it was a bit like, so this is the opportunity. And the amazing thing, Scott, is that the, the interest and engagement in this has been fantastic. And uh, so we, we, we're looking at, we're trying, again, you know, challenging cultural narratives. One of the things in Australia is the idea that we started as a convict, we're a bunch of convicts dumped in Sydney and, and around the country. Um, that was a secular start. It's been secular all the way through. and We're still secular now. And that's just simply not true, that faith has run deep in this nation. Well, Carl, it's been really good uh, having you on uh, The One Thing. Uh, can, I, can I just ask you, what's the one thing that you want to say about Australian Christianity? That to have hope and that the future, well, I'm, I'm going to get, do two things. I apologize. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll have three all starting with the same letter. <laughs> have hope, but the future is in our hands, Scott. If we look at Faith Runs Deep and we say, okay, here's what, here's what it was in, in the past, and we sort of sit around going, oh, let's hope the commentary are good to us. Let's hope God raises up good leaders. Let's hope the church does a good job. No, it's, it's in our hands not just leaders' hands, it's in every Christian's hand, every person listening to this podcast, it's in your hands. What, whether faith will continue to run deep in our nation is now in our hands. This is our moment. This is our time. Just in terms of the toolbox today, uh, can I encourage you to check out olivetreemedia.com.au. You'll be able to see uh, the two seasons of Jesus Game Changer and also uh, see the, the new series that uh, Carl's working on, Faith Runs Deep, uh, and find some other resources as well. And then the final one I just want to talk about, Al Stewart wrote, uh, did, a, did a talk at the 2019 Reach Australia Conference on the State of Australian Christianity, where he referenced a number of those sort of uh, facts as well. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that as well. Uh, thanks again, Carl, and uh, look forward to, to seeing some of these stories that come out of Faith Runs Deep. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Scott. The Reach Australia National Conference is a little over a week away. Now is the time to register if you haven't already registered. There's going to be uh, excellent talks 
from some of Australia's leading ministry thinkers, an opportunity to gather together in local hubs and spend time thinking about how we can reach Australia with the great news, the great message of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Looking forward to seeing you at the conference. Register now. Registrar.com.au.